What's up, guys? This is Alexis. Hey, what's going on? This is Ryan. Welcome back to the Abundant Life Podcast. Welcome. And we got a special episode today. We know it's Resurrection Sunday, right? Right. Um, and, and since you guys haven't been able to go out, you know, it's been COVID-19 season all year long and yep. last year. Yep, a whole year. <laughs> a whole year. Uh, we back at it again. Um, and like I said, he's still risen mm-hmm. anyways. That's right. Um, now, we know that Easter... And Resurrection Sunday, I kind of been like back and forth. You know, a lot right. of non-believers say a lot of Easter, Easter Bunny, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of Christians like us, you know, believers in Christ say Resurrection Sunday. So what's the difference between Resurrection Sunday and Easter? There's some type of difference, right? Yeah, it is. Big difference. Big difference. Now, uh, we're doing today an episode on Easter versus Resurrection Sunday because we want to just explain the true meaning of Resurrection Sunday right. and how it differs from Easter. Right, and we're also going to talk a little bit about the origins of Easter. Right, exactly. Now, the origin of Easter came from a pagan holiday by uh, by pagans, mm. exactly. Yeah, um, but they worshipped a god called Easter. So basically, mm-hmm. it was spelled <laughs> uh, E-O-S-T-R-E. Now, this guy is supposed to be like the goddess of spring who will bring fertility and just, you know, great spring weather, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. So, like, it's a magical guy. You know, it's only one god, of course. But they believe that it was a, a many gods, but one of their gods was a, a, the Easter guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we know that they believed in a lot of um, Easter eggs and, like, uh, the bunny. That, and that, especially where the bunny came from. Okay. Cause you know bunnies, they, they have a lot of, lot of fertility. fertility, a lot of little bunnies walking around when they, you know, <laughs> yeah. when they get born. <laughs> but we know that they use the bunny as a, as a kind of like a symbol, yeah, of fertility. fertility, and that the goddess Easter will bring so much fertility to you know whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we know that the Christians and other pagans, they kind of, they they kind of. Um, use the egg so the egg is supposed to be, uh, symbolize like the yolk supposed to be, like the risen of God um, uh, and they used to paint the eggs red mm-hmm. in the beginning in early Christianity he used to paint the eggs red to give them like uh, like the sign of like Jesus this blood that's been spread you okay know? Um, so that that was why the Easter bunnies came in and you see it's kind of a mixture of yeah. Easter with Resurrection Sunday. It's like a mixture, a different type of celebration. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> and also, we we also know that uh, that the early Christians start to like include their Easter their Easter painting of the eggs to bring in non-believers into into church. Oh, really? Yeah. So that it really was a like, kind of started like tradition of painting Easter eggs mm-hmm. on Sunday. You know, mm-hmm. that could kind of bring in. And more like activity to bring people who wasn't really with the whole church type thing. Yeah. You know, and, and that's when it really became like little church. Tried to appeal to like the people yeah. that were, okay. Yeah, kind of, kind of give them like a sense of, hey, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> we're, cool. we're hip. You yeah. know, come, come play some eggs with us. Play <laughs> some eggs? <laughs> and then, of course, you know, they would try to give them more information about why the eggs are being stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
you you see that um, that it's been tradition ever since. Right. And uh, I can remember when I was a uh, a child, a kid, you know, dressing up with your with your best, best suit. Right. Sunday's <laughs> best on. Sunday's best. Oh, big big old baggy suits and mm-hmm. stuff, and take those pictures. You never know, take those pictures. Yeah. Make sure make sure your outfit was bright, nice and bright. Nice and bright. Not yeah. lots of, lots of colors and you know yeah. some yellow colors and stuff. But did you ever do anything like with Easter eggs or anything? Or no? We did Easter egg hunts and stuff. Yeah, we did. That too. was fun. Trying yeah. to find. The, you know chocolate and stuff mm-hmm. yeah the church the church that i went to when i was um a little kid like we had like a uh, easter egg scavenger hunt we had to find yeah. the eggs yeah. those are fun see how much you could find mm-hmm. you know but yeah that's that's where traditions came from you know it's it's, it's crazy where stuff comes from though. yeah it is yeah. it's funny because I, like i like i said i looked, I looked up today I never knew what Easter was about. I, I never knew it was Easter. Mm-hmm. It was a, a goddess named Easter. Right. You know, yeah. I never knew that. So basically, we've been saying Easter all this long, mm-hmm. and we ain't been we ain't been saying what we it really know means. what it's really about. Yeah. I'm saying you've been saying it, but you don't really know that. Oh, it's about the goddess yeah, Easter. It's a pagan holiday. It's a pagan holiday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, you know, I, ne- I never really pay attention, but I was like, okay. It's actually supposed to be called Resurrection Sunday because it's Resurrection Sunday of Jesus. Right, right. Right, but get, saying Easter is giving like a whole different name. It's mm-hmm. like Christmas and Christmas and Santa Claus. Yeah. You know, where where Santa Claus has been kind of elevated and put higher than Jesus on this holiday was supposed to actually represent him mm-hmm. for, for being born. Right. So they he, they got it like Santa Claus is giving us all the gifts we want when Jesus gave us the gift of all. The gift of life, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm saying it's, it, um, America has has put in this type of image you know to every step kind of the way. alter your mind away from the true meaning or yeah. what the true meaning of the um celebration is and now mainly now now check this on tv what do you see you see for easter you see easter yeah, chocolates and bunnies, stuff bunnies eggs. always mm-hmm. you never see anything about oh jesus holiday maybe oh, never no. never maybe back in the day but maybe back yeah. in the day but you, you won't see that now oh no it's kind of no, like because everything's offensive now it's offensive now yeah. you say one little word and you you're bad. Yeah, like you be like you can just be like, oh, I'm a Christian. People are like, what? You're a Christian? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like everything's offensive now. And they said, of course you're gonna say you're gonna suffer for him, but you know it's just it's crazy that you know America how they put into place different things to kind of get your mind away from yeah. what it should be think about. You know. Yeah, that's true, and a lot of people are blind to it. So. Yeah, super blind, mm-hmm. and and that's what we have to really tell people about the true reason, which is Resurrection Sunday, because mm-hmm. he rose on the third day. Right, and that's why it's called Resurrection Sunday because he rose from right. the dead, mm-hmm. and, and we know that. Amen. Amen. Yeah, today is the day that we celebrate that, and of course, we celebrate every day, but say a specific right. day. Mm-hmm. Um, now we know. I want to go ahead and say a scripture. So I have John eleven, verse twenty five. Jesus said to her, "I am the resurrection and the life." One, the one who believes in me will live, even though he, even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. And he, he asked her, he was talking to uh, Martha. He said, "Do you believe this?" Mm. Right, very important. So that's even before he died. He was saying, "Yeah, I'm the resurrection of life." Wow, those who yeah. believe me, he already whatever. knew. He already yeah. knew. I'm saying he's basically he's God in the flesh. Right. So he already knew. He already knew everything that was about to happen. He already knew. And and, and again, like when when someone about Resurrection Sunday, you want to also think about the three days mm-hmm. that he died. Yeah. Was because he said he went down to hell. Right. To get the keys of life and death. Mm-hmm. You know, all part in his hand. So he died, went down to hell, mm-hmm. and then rose again. Right. Now, it's very important, the three-day period. Now, we know that 7, 10, 12, and 3 
are represented all over the Bible. Mm-hmm. Now, because of that, we know that this is this these are perfect numbers to God. As we know, it's like little hints. Like, world was created in seven days. Mm-hmm. God rose, Jesus rose in three days. Right. The 12 disciples. Yep, the Ten Commandments. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like these numbers are popping up throughout the Bible. And obviously means something about perfection or being a good number. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we know that, that that's why it comes in in this part. Now, we know before he died, Jesus even told his, his disciples what he knew was going to happen. Because, of course, remember, he is God. Right. So in John chapter 12, verse 23, It says, Jesus replied, the hour has come for the son of man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. And then it goes into verse 25. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on in this verse. Yeah. Could you you break that down for us? I'm going to break it down. (laughs) Now... First of all, we, we, we know that we know that Jesus is saying the hour for the Son of Man has, to be glorified has come. Mm-hmm. So wow, right then there, he, he knows about the happening. Yeah, to he himself. already knows. He already knows. Right. That's already mind boggling. Mm-hmm. And then he says he gives a parable. Even in this this part, he says the unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground it and dies, dies uh, it remains only one seed. But if it dies, it produces many fruit seeds. Mm-hmm. Mind boggling parable right there. Yeah. Basically saying that hey, I gotta die to save y'all. Because if if I don't die, I'm not gonna be able to bring y'all to the kingdom, bring more people to the kingdom. Because right. of course I, I'm God, of course, but I want to bring more y'all in. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and die. And we know that seeds multiply when they fall to the ground. Right. If seeds multiply when they fall to the ground, they produce more fruit. They produce more plants and things like that. Mm-hmm. So he basically giving a parable saying, "Hey, if I die here, you know, you guys are gonna be saved, and I can bring you guys into my kingdom." Right. Bam, another parable. And then he gives a, a, another, another very strong. He says, those who love their life will lose their life. And those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternity. Bam. Mm-hmm. So another, another little parable saying, hey, you know, you know, if you ready, if you willing to lose your life for me, right. you'll keep it. Exactly. But, it but if you can't do that, you're going to lose your life. Right. You're going to continue to hate your life for eternity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then we, we see that how how. Verse 26 is, is, is also connected to 25. It says, those who serve me for who I am, where, where I am, the servant, uh, also also uh, saying that those those who serve him, mm-hmm. that they'll serve the Father as well. Yeah. And that they're going to be honored by the Father for serving him. Right. And then we go down to 27, where it's kind of like, like a different part as well, where it says, we told my soul is troubled. What should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It is this is the very reason that I've come to this hour, and he's saying, the "Father, glorify the glorify Father's his name. name." Right. So basically, saying that you know, in my trouble this hour, because remember, Jesus is going through the same things we went through. He he's a man. He brought on the man to feel like us, to touch like us, to mm-hmm. hear like us, mm-hmm. so we can have the same type of feeling. So he right. knows. Yeah, as, 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 as he's, the, he's the ultimate example. Exactly, mm-hmm. because he went through it all. He, right. he he's not just some some guy who kind of just came down here and didn't suffer at all. He right. went through it all. Yeah. So that's why he's that, he, he he's giving us that, that exact reason that hey, mm-hmm. 
I went through all my soul's trouble. Right. Because I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be the ultimate example for you. Right. Because I'm going to go ahead and just die anyway because this is what I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. So let's give us an ultimate example anyways, even though, you know, he's in trouble because, he, again, he, he gives us representative that he's still a man. Because right. he's a man, son of God mm-hmm. uh, in the flesh. But he's still going through just like us, like we did. Right. And we're doing through now. Mm-hmm. And and basically we go on if 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 you go to John twelve and verse uh, verse twenty verse twenty eight it says then the voice came from heaven I have glorified it and it will and I will glorify it again so basically uh, a a voice came from heaven and uh, the Lord was basically saying that you know. I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. So he's saying I've glorified what Jesus is doing, whatever. And then mm-hmm. he said in verse 30, it says, The voice was not for my benefit, but uh, your benefit, not for mine. Now it is time for judgment of this world, and the prince of this world has been driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will be drawn to all, all people, people to, to myself. myself. Wow. Now that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like it's just saying that you know the prince of this world has been driven out. His place is his place is done now because right. I'm now gonna go ahead and take my place and to get all power into my hand. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just very crazy because and then um and now it's just crazy the fact that he is actually he's God in the flesh and he's saying that you know he he knows his own death. Right. He knows what's coming. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 crazy because uh, we know, like I said, the three parts. We know three days of death, and the life. Mm-hmm. Now we know we know we like, okay. Like, what happened in between that part? Now we know that God went down into hell and got the keys of life and death in His hands. Right. But we'll get to that part. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> right. But okay. But now we're going to the part where he's getting he's getting crucified. Now now we know before the crucif- crucifixion here. We know that he went to pray and he ended up getting arrested. And even before that, he had to meet that the bre- uh, the dinner with as the dinner <laughs> the Last Supper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with his disciples, and that's where he you know so who's gonna betray me? Uh, y'all, y- everybody's gonna betray me, and no one believes. Like, oh no, Jesus, we never betray you. They mm-hmm. all did though. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know how Judas was the one who betrayed him for some coins. Yeah, end up dying anyways right after that. Yeah. Like his guts, he committed suicide. All guts are spilled out. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, this has his uh, his guts are spilled out in the Bible. I find exact verse, but yeah, he says it's terrific death. Mm. I'm saying it just says that, like it's terrible to betray the, the son of man, you know. Yeah. But let's go. Terrible decision. <laughs> terrible decision. He, he's regretting it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but basically, if we fast forward to the crucifixion. Uh, what's going on there? So from so it's John chapter nineteen, verse seventeen. It says, carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull. There they crucified him and with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. And then it continues in verse 19. It says, Pilate had a had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Yeah. Wow. So basically here he is. Carrying his own cross, because uh, that, like I said, remember he's doing things that's going to uh, to edify the prophecy about him. Because down the line, has been prophecies put down, put in place that what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's fulfilling them all. He fulfilled all the prophecies about him. Mm-hmm. So it's very specific that he, that he's 
thing that happened like this, like exactly like the the note that was fastened to the cross and king of Jews. And if you go down furthermore, you'll see where it talks about how the Jews were mad about Pilate going ahead and putting on that note because they said that they wanted to say uh, the guy who believed he was the king of Jews. But, but but instead of Pilate put King of Jews like period, mm-hmm. uh, so it's kind of like kind of it's been fulfilled. Prophecy's been fulfilled throughout the throughout the years, mm-hmm. and and uh, if we go on, so we go further on, and it talks about again another prophecy is being fulfilled here. This is about about to, he's about to die here. So we have John nineteen verse twenty seven, and it says later, knowing that everything had now been finished. And so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I'm thirsty. And a jar of wine vinegar was there. So they soaked a sponge in it and put the the sponge over on a stalk to a stalk of hospice plant, lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, he said, it is fulfilled. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Wow. So basically, right there, let's uh, let's notice one thing. About what it says, it says he gave up his spirit. It, it didn't say he died, because you know how when men die, we say, "Oh, he died." Right. It says he gave up his spirit. Basically, he allowed death to 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 come over him. Ain't that so crazy? It's like it's like here we are. I think oh, we we got him. We got him. We killed we killed Jesus, mm-hmm. and here he is saying he gave up his spirit. Like all right, I'm going. I'm done now. Like yeah. right, I've done my job. Right. Like I said like, again with, with the whole prophecy thing. I'm thirsty. They gave him a a jar of wine vinegar. Must uh, must be nasty, by the way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but basically, they gave him a, a jar of wine vinegar, and once he drank that, he said it was finished. And now after that, we know they start doing the preparation for wrapping them up and to put them in the tomb. Mm-hmm. And and now, like I said, getting back to the part we talking about after the in those three day period, what happened between that time? Now it's said to know that that he went down in you know Hades hell and mm-hmm. was t- teaching to all those who had had not yet risen to heaven yet because we know that before there was no way for them to go to heaven yet because these hadn't died yet. Right. So, so, so all God's chosen ones like Abraham, Isaac, Moses, all, all those who were there waiting, you know, because they, they couldn't go over yet because they they haven't had. They were like in a holding, a holding area, yeah. right? So, um, it I, I don't believe they were suffering there exactly, exactly because you know, like unbelievers were exactly. Mm-hmm. But we know that Jesus went down there. He got the keys of death and life in his hands, and mm-hmm. he also went down to teach to those. You know, say I'm I'm the light. I'm true here, mm-hmm. and um. And and it's just crazy the fact that he went down there and said, "I'm here, I'm taking the keys back, and I'm I'm rising back up again." Right, right. That's very powerful. Powerful, very mm-hmm. powerful to consider. And as we go on, furthermore, we we end up talking about how the tomb is empty. Now we see in the verse John twenty, verse one, it says, "Early on that day of the week, while it was still dark." Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw the stone had been rolled away. Wow, so that's very crazy here. It's been rolled away and nothing was there. You know, no, no nobody was there, just a rolled away stone <laughs> and, you know, strips of, of cloth on the ground. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Like somebody steal the body? Mm-hmm. But he said he'd be back, right? Right. Right. So it's it fulfilling prophecy. He, he said he's going to be back and he did come back. Yep. He rose. He did rose. So. And then we even see, if you even look at the, in, in Matthew 28, it's talking about the guards report. Mm-hmm. Now, these guards are reporting that how how the stone was rolled away. It says, 
in Matthew 28, verse 2, there was a there was a violent earthquake from the angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb. He rode it back and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Wow. They were shaking. They were shaking. They were scared. <laughs> yeah, they were shaking up. They were shaking up. <laughs> so, and then verse, verse 5, it says, The angel said to the woman, which we know is Mary Magdalene, she was coming mm-hmm. to visit the tomb, right. uh, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus. He was crucified. Let them know that he was crucified. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is not here. He is risen. Just as he said, Come and see the place where he's laid. There, go quickly and tell the disciples. He is risen from the dead and is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. And now I have told you. Mm. So, hey, my job's done. Right. I told you now. Like I said, uh, if you if you notice, God is very descriptive in how he gives things off. Mm-hmm. He, he, he even he made the angels say, he was crucified. Right. So, so no, hey, that you know, this is true. You, it was true. He did die. Right. But he's back. Right. He's risen. Right. Like, you know, to kind of to confirm, confirm to Mary Magdalene, hey, you know, what I'm saying he did die, mm-hmm. but he's back now. Yeah. And it's crazy because um, if you see, uh, there there was even a guard report, wasn't it? Yeah. And this is also Matthew 28 in his verse 11. And it says, while the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, you are to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. Wow, yeah, that was that was very dirty what they did. Trying to kinda cover it up. Like, I know, like, like you know what I'm saying Like how low is that? That's very low. And, and I'm saying that that could be a lot of reasons why a lot of Jews don't believe that Jesus was actually the ultimate, you know, savior. Mm-hmm. Because Rumors that went along through the years, they just believed. Right. You know, like something passed down about their family. Oh, you know, Jesus, you know, somebody stole his body. That's what really happened. You know, mm-hmm. being told all those lies throughout the story. Right. It's kind of like that old game that, you know, we used to play in elementary school. You got to whisper in somebody's ear. And right. then later and later down the line, it's just not it's a whole even different what. Thing. Right? <laughs> it's a whole different <laughs> A whole message. different sentence. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's probably totally what it was. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of it's, it's sad because a lot of. Like the Jews was his true people, and a lot of them don't even believe that he is the true savior, mm-hmm. and he really just wants to save them. Yeah. Uh, and then it's crazy because we even we even go further down where it says the Great Commission. Now you know my favorite groups, the Christian group, is the, the Commission. Mm-hmm. So it's very cool. But in Matthew twenty eight verse sixteen, it says, "Then the disciples went to Galilee because maybe say he was he's going to Galilee to meet them mm-hmm. uh, to the to the mountain where Jesus told them to go." When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Mm-hmm. So we know, so we know, Timothy was one of the ones who doubted Jesus, uh, and and basically, you know, like we said before, he came and said that all authority was in his hands under heaven and earth. And basically, as we go further on, it says that you know, even though he even died and was there, he was still being doubted. Right. And in John chapter 20, verse 25, it says, so the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. 
Wow. Who are you? Who are you? Man, he gave him so much, like, it got to be this way, it got to be yeah, that way. in order like, for me to believe. Right. Like, oh, okay. Man. And then in verse 26, it says, A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. We told Whoa. him. Whoa. <laughs> he told him. First of all, first of all. Like, yeah, I heard what you said. First of all, he came in the room with the doors being locked. So first of all, he just came in the room. Right. The doors are locked. Everything is locked. He came in there like, all right, you're here now. And then the first thing you say, hey, 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 guys, how's it going? Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Thomas, go ahead and put your, your hand here. Put your put your finger in my side. Right. Your hand, like, I, like, I heard what you said, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> he, he really checked him, though. He checked like, him. And then it says, um. Thomas said to him, and this is in uh, verse 28, Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Because that's what faith is, that's right? That's what faith is, yeah. right. So so it's it's even blessed to those, like blessed to those who have seen and believed, but even blessed to those right. who haven't seen and believed. Right, and still believed which, anyway. Which is us. Right. And basically, that's us because we haven't seen him. They had the opportunity to see him, but we, that blessed, we even blessed because we're believing in him, exactly. even though we haven't seen him. Yeah, often people want to see things in order to believe it. But, I mean, we're all breathing oxygen. You can't see it, though. Right. We believe it's that. Same thing. Yeah. Like, you believe there's... Yeah, I, I accident, right? So yeah. it's crazy that you know it's, it is kind of mind blocking how he just came in the room. The yeah, he checked him. You know what I'm saying he came in. I said it's, it's already a miracle that he came in the room before right. the doors being locked. That's already like mind boggling. Yeah. And then he then he heard what you said. Right. Like like he really checked him though, man. <laughs> he checked him. Like 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 I heard what you said, right, bro. Like, here I am. Like I touch my go ahead, touch go my ahead, side. Touch you. I heard you said the whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah, but but guys, uh, I want to just encourage you guys on this Resur- Resurrection Sunday mm-hmm. that he is risen and that he's always going to be there to comfort you and to love you forever Amen. and also like he said follow his commandments and do and uh and do what he says you know what i'm saying and love him believe in him because that's what, that's what the season is about that's what this real christian holiday is about mm-hmm. not about easter bunnies or chocolate like, like i said i had i had a reese's today i did <laughs> <laughs> i had one yeah you did you I had, had two Maybe three. Maybe three. <laughs> but, you know, but I'm saying it, it was good. But that's not the reason what it's right. about. Just make sure you know the reason for the season. The reason for the season. Right. Which is the light and knowing that Jesus is risen, that he is mm-hmm. our ultimate light and our high priest forever. That's right. Amen. Definitely. So we want to thank you guys for listening today here. Uh, now, we want to, uh, you have a scripture or a song you um, give? You can you can do the song of the week. I'll, 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 I'll give one from Commissioned. Since, since that's one of the one of, one of <laughs> Your we were commissioned, it's going to be back in the saddle. Okay, by commission. That's a good one. It's a that's a good one. I like I like the beat. It's mm-hmm. very very cool, but it's also very instructive. So check it out. Uh, it's a very cool song. If you guys can, you know, check out our podcast, write notes or uh, tell us, what we, give us updates on what you want to hear more. We gladly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, Lord Father, thank you for letting us come together with you. Thank you for letting us uh, hear more about your word. Please let us pass it to others along so they can be blessed and be saved by you. Thank you on this Resurrection Sunday that we know the true reason of why we are living for you and that what happened and what you did for us. Well, thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See you next week.